everyone, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 360 for September 19, 2015. I be your captain, Chris Privetier, and joining me and my motley crew today, Anna Marie Priva- Privetier. Yar. Yar. Also be joining us, Alice Wilkinson, who doesn't want anything to do with Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yeah. <laughs> Alice be in jolly old England, where we sailed away from to find fame and fortune in the Caribbean. Okay, I'll stop that. I'm sorry. It's Talk Like a Pirate Day! Woo! Yar! Even the cats are getting into it. Okay, apparently I'm the only one who's excited about Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yep, that sounds about right. Anna, you're supposed to be excited, too. Yay. (laughs) Thanks for the support. (sighs) All right. Hey, it's RPG Cast. We're back. Uh, Anna and I went to Canada last week. That's why no show last week. Um, but we're back now. How was Canada, Anna? A. A. We had Tim Hortons. We had real chip dip. Yeah, chip dip made from um, cream cheese instead of sour cream as the base. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it so up good. in Canada. I'm also drinking uh, the decadent hot chocolate. Oh, is it any good? It, I made it with too much water. It oh, needs okay. milk. Probably needs like 2% milk, honestly. Or um, more mix. Mm-mm. No? Oh, okay. I used two tablespoons. It's plenty chocolatey. It just needs to be creamier. More decadent. Yes. Do you remember the decadent cookies, Alice? Uh, vaguely. Okay. Do you remember those cookies we had once when you were in Canada? <laughs> they were good. Well, oh, it was only like what two years ago or something. Anna is crazy when it probably um, more like three four. or four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, it hasn't. Yeah. yeah. What? Since I visited Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, because four years ago it was 2011. I hadn't even graduated university. Um. Well, two years ago we were married. Yeah. And I was living in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was late 2012, maybe. I've done that. Can't remember. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Victor in the chat room says, I never forget a cookie in Canada. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Kiro. Uh, What what are we doing? We're talking about what we've been playing because it's a podcast. Also, Alex gave me a note. Oh, really? Ugh. Okay, I'll have to do that too. <coughs> hey, welcome, RPG Cast three sixty. Woo! It's like a RPG Cast three sixty. It's our new branding. RPG Cast three sixty. Oh goodness! Next one will be RPG Cast one. Um, is the title of this podcast still Chris Opens Hearthstone Packs? No, I fixed that. Okay. Why? Because that's what the email <laughs> says. Well, forget the email. Okay. What's wrong with you interrupting the show uh, with um, behind the scenes stuff like that? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to load up the notes now. How about you tell me what you've been playing this week, Anna Marie? Um, you made me install apps that made me feel terrible on my iPad. That was great. You hunted tofu. I played tofu hunter. You killed tofu. I felt dirty. You animal. Uh, she killed that innocent tofu so bad. Uh, yeah, tofu's actually an animal, turns out, all along. And then there was cat-a-pult. Cat-a-pult, yes. So it's sort of a... 
It's that flappy bird style mechanic where they are short, intensely difficult games that you want to keep doing it. So basically, on the left-hand side, you have a cat, and on the right-hand side, you have a platform. And you basically, depending on how far back you pull your finger from the cat and at what angle, it catapults up and onto the platform. And it lands at whatever angle you sent it at. So you need to kind of point the cat up and then back down with this fl as Boing. flat as possible. The problem is, is the next cat then stacks on it and then stacks on it. And then the cat stack falls over and I feel sad. Poor thing. So what was the other one? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> They're weird, crappy games. games. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I've just been playing a ton of WoW. I'm getting, I'm finally getting my character up to the point where she can fly in Draenor. And then I'll probably play a Horde character through Draenor. Horde side. Horde side. Uh, I'll probably play a Horde character up through uh, the, the, uh, why can I not remember this expansion's name? Uh, Warlords of Draenor. <laughs> I'll probably play a Horde character through the WOD content just to see, because it's very different on the other side. So, yeah. More WoW. Uh, I'm on level 33 or 34 Project X Zone, so I'm very close to being done. And, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of the stuff that I've been playing in previous weeks, so I'm very boring, so someone please save me. <laughs> I yeah, I can't save you much because I did a little bit of WoW. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, did a bit of Disgaea 4. I'm getting real close to finishing up from that. Um, I've got just the Fuka and Desco episode left, and then I'm, I'm done, and I can move on to Disgaea 2 DS. That game just will not end. Um, and then... Wait, was there a then? And then... Uh, did I touch on Hearthstone a little? But who cares? And I'm trying to think. Did I do we nothing are in interesting? Such a gaming rut right now. What's wrong with me? Well, we're 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 kind of in the calm before the storm. No, no, no! Forget. I did something. I did something. I did something. What'd you do? I played Destiny. Yes, because the new expansion came out. That's right. The new expansion, The Taken King, came out. And The Taken King took my $40, which is twice as much as the previous expansions cost, and gave me a frick ton of content. So I am not level 40 yet because I haven't had that much um, time. But uh, yes, Destiny level... They changed the experience system in Destiny. So instead of hunting very specific pieces and combinations of equipment from and getting certain limited numbers of drops of the items you need to get that equipment per week and then and that affecting your your light level which is essentially your character level instead of doing that you now just get experience to get your le your level up to level 40 and that goes super fast so, like, I, I played just a few hours the other night, or even just a couple hours, and I gained, like, four or five levels, um, <clears throat> starting from 33 to, like, 37 or whatever. And then it's just going to be a little bit more to get to 40, and then after that, it's working like a traditional MMO grind, where just find better equipment drops that um, increase your overall attack and defense, and your average amount of attack and defense on your equipment, so each... So everything's kind of weighted the same. So like 200 attack is 
is kind of the same as 200 defense on a piece of gear as in like their equivalent uh levels like the those are the same sorts of high level gear when they have the same number on them even though one's for attack and one's for defense they've balanced it so those numbers are equivalently high level if you know you see the same number you can say hey my 180 piece of attack gear is nowhere near as high level as this 200 piece of uh, defense gear anyway so as you raise your average level of attack and defense they're all added up and average together that's your light level that light level then affects how effective you are on top of your character level so in other words it's like wow you have an item level you have an average item level it's defined by the average power of your gear just ignore attack or defense just that main number how high that is you want to get that higher you want to find drops that have higher numbers on it you don't have to think about your gear as much um, yes there's some secondary stats you can get into tweaking um, but f that just affects cooldowns of some things so you just get better gear if the numbers higher it's better put it on <laughs> make your numbers higher and then go find other gear that's higher numbers go up go get numbers that go up. exactly so i i like the simplified thought process and and pro the feeling like i can keep playing and being rewarded for it but it feels like it's going way too fast uh, the numbers are going up so quickly that it's like well i'm gonna run out of content soon which i guess maybe that'll be a problem but I i'll let you know when I actually finish the content of this expansion, whether or not that's how it felt or if it felt like I got $40 worth of content or what. Um, this is Destiny 2.0, so we'll see where they go with it. Um, but the question it was is, Destiny is, Year 2 because they're calling the previous one Destiny Year 1. Well, it's also Destiny 2.0. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they, they have, the version number is 2.0. But what were you going to say, Alice? Oh, I was going to say, is the question is, though, is, this, is it as good as Diablo 3 2.0? Probably not. I mean, that was an amazing... Diablo 3 patches have been incredible. I should just play that all day today. Oh, I might play a lot of Diablo today. That could be fun. Okay, I got to think about that. All right, anyway. No, no, no. What, what is Diablo up to? 622? No, that's WoW. I don't know what Diablo's up to. 222, 223, something like that. Um, uh, oh, Diablo 3, yeah, it's somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, no, for Destiny, I don't know if they're going to have made the giant turnaround that Diablo 3 did with, uh, with uh, Reaper of Souls, but I do think um, I need to... Uh, oh, right, story. Destiny's first quest in the expansion, I think, has more story than the entire rest of the game and its two expansions combined. <laughs> <laughs> or wow. at least it feels that having, way. <laughs> having watched him go through it, I totally agree with that assessment. I not uh, There's characters that talk to each other. There's interactions. There's personalities. There's cutscenes. There's like people doing things. It's like, what? This is, there's like a story now. There's a thing happening and like stuff that would go, happen with things happen. It, it's, it feels different, <laughs> but in a good way. So I, I'm I'm happy about that, <laughs> and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing whether or not that continues or if that was it. So I need to put more time in to see like is this story thing going to keep going or did they blow blow it in one opening cutscene mission and then that's the end of it. So well, we'll I do at least I now understand the reason why the title of uh, NeoGaf's second Destiny thread is called "Time to Explain." Yes. <laughs> 
time to explain. Yeah, it's true though. There's a lot of explaining and not enough explaining. And then Anna was asking me questions. So, so like, who's she? What's her thing? Like, well, there's this, this, and this. It's like, oh, how do you know that? Well, there's a grimoire card that you can read that explains all that. And, well, who's that? Well, there's a card about her, too. And, oh, that guy has a card. You should read his card. <laughs> you realize, like, this is so stupid. <laughs> I hope they put it all into various cutscenes. Um yeah, I, I'm kind of sad, though, because this expansion so far doesn't seem to involve Varix very much, and he's, like, my favorite character in the game. And just because he has a fun way of talking, good voice acting performance. Oh, and they changed the robot. They changed the ghost uh, with Nolan North, who is giving a performance that every five minutes I hear a line from this ghost, I feel like it's a different person doing the voice acting. So I don't even understand the new ghost character whatsoever. And... Yeah, great. He put some emotion into it, but I don't know what emotions. I, I, it sounds ridiculous right now to me, the ghost voice acting. So I'm missing the Peter Dinklage at the moment, but whatever. At the same time, what they said about the fact that Nolan North is a VA and he's in where they need to record. And if they say, hey, we're doing a sample, can you come in and record it? He has an hour to do so because that's kind of what he does. Yeah, and? Well, Peter Dinklage is somewhere in New Zealand taping Game of Thrones. Okay. It's He can't just pop over for a few lines. Okay. And so... What does I, that have to do with what I said? People are still mad that Peter Dinklage was replaced. Uh, a lot of people are happy he was replaced, so I don't know. Uh, regardless of all that, I just—it's just, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of angry face. I'm so. just real confused about the performance of the ghost now. So I, I'm not sure if that's been a good change or a bad change yet. So in other words, I need to play more, and I'll leave you with that. Um, yeah, it seems like uh, yeah, it seems like some good good steps, and we'll see how it goes as I continue to play more. Alice Wilkinson. Yes. Have you played anything, Alice Wilkinson? Have you delivered any missiles in the last two weeks? Uh, yes. Ooh, tell was... me. Tell me. Well there's, well, there's not really a lot to say. I mean, obviously, delivering missiles, how I'm doing it now, is a lot different to how I was delivering missiles beforehand. Oh, is it? Well, as I said, remember, I left Wingspan and went to Lovasek. Right. So, uh, most of my deliveries are now, like, more kind of like drive-by shootings more than anything. I mean, okay, admittedly, most of the deliveries previously were drive-by shootings, but we, at least we approached the targets with cloaking devices. And you don't get to send fun emails anymore, do you? Well, I had the option of doing that, but I just really don't need to. Oh. Well, I mean, if without a receipt, it's like, I don't know. How do I it return feel... it if I don't like this purchase? Exactly. And how do I know who did my delivery so that I can thank them and properly recompensate them later? Oh, that's what kill mails are for. Oh, all right. Oh, that's it. I'd say I, 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 I may have only killed like two people or something, but you know, Alice, I'm getting what? Have you delivered missiles in Metal Gear Solid Five? Yes. Tell me about Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, I don't really know what to say about it, and this is coming from someone really? who's played it for like, um, hang on, what's my playtime? Seventy-five hours. How do you not know 75? what to say about wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. Can you say that again, please? Seventy-five hours. Se seven five. Yes. That's a lot of playtime. Yeah. That's in two weeks? Yeah. That's a full-time job. 
Uh, what do you think I do when I get home from work? I don't Apparently know. Apparently more work. Shag David. <sighs> <laughs> uh, it's a good thing he's not here at the moment. <laughs> also, you'd have to leave the podcast and shag him just to prove me right. Oh, oh you, you're, wow. You really want to know about my sex life. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 I just like doing it because no. it embarrasses Chris. No. <laughs> I'll tell speak me, to you on Skype tell, later. Tell me, stop telling me about that and start telling me about your solid snake. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? Well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so how's the metal game? <laughs> what exactly do you want to know, anyway? I don't Just, know. Is this game any good? How did the how does it fit into the Metal Gear timeline? Does it matter? Does it feel like the game was rushed out the door? Is it a piece of crap? Is it Kojima still? Oh, or does it feel like something it's else? A re- Personally, it's a really fun game to play if you like those kind of third-party action stealthy games. If you liked, I don't know, Splinter Cell or something, this is the game for you. At least as far as, I don't know, everything that I've done with regards to mechanics so far. And speaking thereof, aside possibly from Metal Gear Rising, this is... You know how people have always complained that at the very least that the first three Metal Gear Solid games were terrible in terms of controls or weren't used to things like tank controls or things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, it, at the very least they seem to have got the sensibilities that, you know, it's... Um, it's a third-person action game, so it should probably control well, sort of thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. And that 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 in itself, like all of the gameplay mechanics and stuff, they're all really really fun. You know, and I've really really enjoyed the stealth gameplay in in Metal Gear Solid Five. Where it fits into the Metal Gear story, oh boy. Um, in terms of the Metal Gear Solid series, it fits in between Metal Gear Solid Three and Metal Gear Solid One, um, or. If you want to get really specific, it fits in between Peace Walker and the original Metal Gear. Sure. Um, it is a it is a sequel to Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, that through and through. Okay. Um, I don't think very many people have played that one because that game was on the PSP. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Was it on the PSP or it was in the Vita? I can't remember. It was on one or the other. It was right? on the PSP. Not... Yeah, and, and I then didn't they released play it. an HD version for PS3. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Oh, okay. I did not know that. However, um, so in terms of storyline, at least knowing um, like what happened in Peace Walker might help because it will help explain a couple of things. Well, so that um, means you need to know what happened in Portable Ops too, or no? No, I think Portable Ops isn't canon. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. So uh, Peace Walker is. I think for everything I can gather, Peace Walker is canon because it's referenced several times in um, Solid Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, PowerLord just let me know that they also ported Peace Walker to Vita and 360 as well. Oh, okay. So, so there is Peace Walker came out everywhere. <laughs> the only thing is, it didn't come out on PC. I'm playing Metal Gear Solid 5 on PC. Ah, okay. Um, and um, yeah, and obviously it's it's a Metal Gear game written by Hideo Kojima. It's got the kind of usual hallmarks of the entire what I know from the entire series. Now, disclaimer here: the only Metal Gear Solid game that I have completely finished is Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, really? Yeah, I never finished four. Uh, I never, sorry, I never played four. Never finished three. Didn't finish one. Well, then you okay. have a lot of questions and absolutely no answers. 
he kind of filled in with kind of what I know from the series from speaking to people about the Metal Gear Solid series. You never series. downloaded and read through the Metal Gear Encyclopedia application on PS3? No, I think I just read it online. <laughs> I actually did that. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've kind of always had a kind of tangential interest in the series just because it does have a giant robot in it. Or yeah. several giant robots. And you get to fight in that robot in Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. One yeah, of the best I, fights I, I, in the game. Uh, well, there is a Metal Gear, Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid 5, and it is terrifying to fight on foot. Mm-hmm. They tend to be... Um, I mean, bearing in mind it kind of contains... I mean, imagine you're playing Skyrim, but you're also being chased by something that's like eight stories tall. You know, it's that uh, kind of open world combined with giant robot action that I'm talking about here. Does that thing that's eight stories tall shout out, Oh, yeah, in the voice of Randy Savage? No, or is that just my not. mod in Skyrim? That's yeah. just your Skyrim mod. Oh, okay. Um, is that the one so, yeah. where all the dragons are turned into My Little Ponies? Well, no, that's a different one. Ugh, my bad. That, that, they just say, yay, when you do that one. Yay. Um, it's kind of... Uh, so, really, the story for Metal Gear Solid Five is largely... I, wouldn't, I, I don't want to say largely immaterial, but I kind of care about it less than someone dedicated like properly to the Metal Gear Solid Five or the Metal Gear Solid universe, as it were. Um, I was mostly playing it because I had heard that it was a really good stealth game. Is it? And there are... Yes, I okay. say it is. And it is um, it is interesting and uh, enjoyable in the, the number of different ways you can tackle any encounter that you could. I mean, you always could in the Metal Gear Solid series. So I this is, is Metal Gear Solid Five, um, just basically sneaking up behind people and sending them away with a balloon? Well, you can do it that way. Is that how you do it? Um, well, I normally tranquilize them first. Oh, okay. You can't you can't use the Fulton on anything that is still conscious and or unwilling to be extracted. Basically, so you okay. either have to tranquilize them, injure them, or uh, hold them up, which is actually quite easy to do in this game compared to some other Metal Gear Solid games. You know, you do that thing where you just point their gun and they sort of stick their hands up. Yeah. 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 That. Um, interrogating people is more fun, if only because you've now got um, uh, Keith uh, tell me where the bombs are, Sutherland doing the voice. Yeah, and what does he say? Like three words because he, you know, they paid him to say three sentences or whatever in this game? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he really doesn't talk a lot. No, yeah. I'm... So. Wait, Although, then again, no, 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 so wait, here's my question. Wasn't there some sort of drama bomb because Kiefer Sutherland wasn't doing the voice? No. It's because David Hayter isn't doing the voice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. David Hayter is everyone's favorite Metal Gear guy from Metal the Gear. other, yeah, yeah, Metal, it's, the other yeah. series. I, I'm Metal still Gear confused. Are, so are you telling me, you've put 75 hours into this, so that whole thing with David Hayter wasn't actually a troll and he isn't actually in the game somewhere? Uh, well, I say I haven't actually finished it yet. So oh, 75 hours, you haven't finished it? Have you been playing no. around? I yeah, I have been doing a lot of side mission stuff and um it carries over the base building mechanic from Peace Walker. Um and I've just been you know, like doing the side missions and yeah. build yeah, and building that up and stuff. Okay. Um one of the th although I'll tell you what, one of the interesting things I found was um or at least one of the interesting things to me is after you build Mother Base and you get your combat unit started you can actually, when you go out into the field, you can replace Snake with any member of that unit. Sure. 
which means you can play as instead of playing as snake you can play as someone completely different which you, is actually pretty funny. Are you trying to avoid spoilers and not getting specific here, or, or what? No, no, no. I'm just saying, because the, the, the soldiers can in your I combat... Can I play as are... Revolver Ocelot? No. Okay. No, I mean, I, basically, you can play as the random schlubs in your, in your combat units. However, some of those random schlubs... Well, I suppose what I'm trying to say is they're not all dudes. Can I play as Eve? Or Eva? I think she's dead. No. <laughs> you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, I haven't, have <laughs> <No>. I? <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I'm getting confused with the wrong one here. Yeah. I, I get confused as to who's meant to be dead and who isn't no. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's confusing. It is also, confusing. Also, Diamond Dog is like the best buddy ever. You know what you need? You need okay, that sounds awesome. You need to play Metal Gear Solid 3. It is the best Metal I know, Gear. I've, I've watched most of Metal Gear. I saw, saw someone else play Metal Gear Solid 3. No, you have to play Metal Gear Solid 3 because of the way it ends. It's important that you're the I player. know what the ending of 3 is. Okay. okay? I've but seen it. it. But it's you. You have to do it. And that... It ma and, oh, whatever. Okay. Anyway. Um, Admittedly, I did it in Japan, and it was my host brother who was doing it. However... Metal Gear Solid 3 was released at a time where they basically just said, hey, you know what? Metal Gear Solid 3 just sounds better with English voice actors. So the Japanese version is voiced entirely in English. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. But they with have Japanese, a, they have a Japanese, Japanese Solid Snake that's like popular over there, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they, this particular version of Metal Gear Solid 3, um, I said English throughout Japanese subtitles. Was it? Oh, it was a version or just that I was just how it came out? That was just... I think that's how it came out. Interesting. So, cool. I don't know about the other Metal Gear games, but that's how I was still able to enjoy Metal Gear Solid 3, despite the fact it was in a version language that I didn't fully hmm. understand. Which, of course, in a, in a, uh, a plot-heavy game like Metal Gear Solid 3, you probably want to know the dialogue. Well, that's cool, though. That means you could understand Snake Eater when that song came on. So that's well, they cool. didn't translate that anyway, I don't yeah. think. That, okay. That's an Eng that's just an English song sung in English song. in the style of the old ja um, James, James Bond, Bond opening. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. And there is there is a Phantom Pain one as well. <gasps> really? Yeah, it does play during a specific moment in game. Are you climbing out of a pit when it plays, or is it different? <laughs> uh, not quite. <laughs> okay. um, there is a very specific game circumstance in which it plays. Great. And... Is it good? Sorry? Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, that's fantastic. I got to play so. now. But the uh, yeah the the game definitely shows instances of um I wouldn't say rush development but I can tell that stuff may not have been fully completed when it came out no. in that the um obviously I know while the codec was obviously a big part of the Metal Gear Solid series uh, most of that is now one sided because they're basically playing tapes to you and <laughs> well, it, that's it okay is because Kiefer they didn't get Kiefer enough to talk so <laughs> well no that's the thing actually I mean we joke about Kiefer not being given much talk he doesn't talk much in cutscenes he does talk a, a lot on those tapes oh he does yeah oh okay so the tapes are basically um, I mean because even in this era the game's set in what 1983 or something um, but you know we've still got holographic and yet he has an advanced and... cybernetic robot arm in 1983 which I love yeah it, ju ju just due to how all the bizarro technology works mm -hmm. in the Metal Gear universe it's weird um, but uh, it, regardless of all this advanced technology Snake still has a Walkman <laughs> of course and, Sony. And, a walk and a Walkman that plays cassette tapes yeah so and you get a lot of these tapes well remember like, remember in, in 4 he gets an iPod yeah, and you can actually listen to the first episode of the podcast that they were 
planning to do a lot of on that iPod. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, an actual play... out-of-world podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you can play... And when you actually play the tapes, um, you know, you can just continue doing what you're doing in the world, and the tapes are basically just playing in your ear. It's not like yeah. the codec conversations in the, older, in the older games where you basically had to go onto an entirely separate screen sure. to have two character face portraits talking Naomi. to each other. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh... That sounds great. Yeah, it's either an improvement or it's a sign of the fact that they had to rush things. It some people will say one thing. No, I think it's I, no, I think it's just kind of more how things are done now. Yeah. The other thing is the mission structure post mission thirty one. Um, the you can kind of I think they were going for something else, but I think um, Hideo Kojima leaving Konami around then might have really screwed with the. Uh, like the pacing on that one but uh, is i'm you know sorry what? is this connected to section 31 no okay because that no. that sounds like a conspiracy to me but i mean either way i i mean obviously because you can tell from my playtime, i have really enjoyed it yeah i can tell oh. yeah you sound like you're having fun mm. and you don't even understand go on you don't understand all the metal gear stuff but it sounds like the game is just fun yeah, uh, I think the stealth stuff, like the actual mechanics of sneaking around or even just going around, like walking around is fantastic. You know, you can you've got your horse, you've got a you get a bipedal like um, walker thing later. So uh, have you figured out how to tell your horse to do it? Uh, yes, I have. That sounds terrible. Uh, all it, well, it does actually have. See, that's the thing. The other thing about this being a Metal Gear Solid game is it has all of the usual Kojima like um Stupid like you know those like yeah. little little details yeah that he puts in these games this game is full of them mm-hmm. um particularly with regards to things like enemy interactions and stuff like that like for example um you can wait for a um uh wait for a a, a traveling guard to get out of his transport vehicle um he'll walk off to check check on something you can extract the vehicle and he'll come back and then radio into HQ that his vehicle's missing, and HQ will call him insane. <laughs> kinds of things. My car is gone. Yeah, they, he was like, "My car's gone. I parked it right here." And it's like, <laughs> you know. um, and he was just kind of you know sort of screwing around with enemies and things like that. You could do. I know you could do money quite a lot of this in the older Metal Gear games, but you can do it in this one. Um. I mean, and even minor things like um, time of day affects um, enemy sight range. Um, yeah, the when it rains, it masks your footstep sounds. Um, the Afghanistan area has sandstorms that drastically reduce visibility, but that's for everyone. So you can sneak around inside sandstorms, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um, all the little details. It's good. Um, if you're wondering what the horse poop is used for, uh, do it on a road. You'll skid a, You'll skid something out. Oh wow! What? Okay. Awesome. Well, there are there there are the transport trucks or whatever that travel in between the various outposts. Um, that if they hit uh, a lump of horse shit, they spin out. Excellent. That's what that's for. It actually has a legitimate gameplay use. So, I mean, it's even a good idea to go back to base now and again and have a shower. Because Snake gets covered in blood if you decide to go in for the more lethal Is sort of... Is that why all the screenshots show him, like, just covered Eight. in blood? Yeah, because clearly they hadn't gone back. Because what you do is you go back to Mother Base, the base building thing, and you go and have a shower. And it washes off. But that also actually ever so slightly gives you a very tiny health bonus and a bonus to the percentage chance on extracting things as well. 
So it's worth doing. Being clean or being dirty? Being clean. Ah, okay. So, and yeah, the, the, um, the, the, the base building stuff is pretty fun just because, well, you get your own little base. It's quite cool. Even though it does kind of faintly resemble Big Shell from Metal Gear Solid 2 in what I can only say is probably an intentional reference. But there you go. So, um, yeah. I don't, okay. think I, can really, I don't think I can really talk any more about it without being asked specifically, like, spoilers. about something. Or, yeah, and the other stuff is spoilers. No, I, and that's, I think that's the, the, the summary I needed for now. Oh. So are you going to go out and buy this, Chris? Um, not until I play through Peace Walker and um, Ground Zeroes. So never? <laughs> uh, yeah, admittedly, I hadn't finished Ground Zeroes, and playing that through is probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Ground Zeroes is like a less than five hour game, so that's that's. Oh, not okay. A you could do that on a weekend. Yeah, I could do that easy. It's Peace Walker that I need to get into. Do that like on a a day that I or a night that I'm not here. Peace Walker is not a night one night game though. No. But uh, yeah, I need to figure out what versions of that I own. Make sure I get one of the HD ones that I can play on my TV. TV, TV, TV. Hey, sports, um, sports. Yeah, <laughs> sports, sports, sports. TV, TV. So that's uh, that's it for what we've been playing. And just uh, check, make sure Mr. Alex Fuller is not available. No, still not available. It makes me sad. I think he was not available today because there's a little note in the notes about us doing stories. Yeah, I've got to I got to bring that up. Yeah, but and with that, we should start doing news. Woo! We're gonna switch up our news this week. No, we're not. What? I told you we we're not doing that. Boo! I know. Boo. 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 We got a lot of news because we were gone for two weeks, and of also, course TGS Tokyo's happened. Game show. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get through the less interesting news so we can jump into TGS. So let's uh, let's do this. All right. Ah. Oh, all right. Witcher Three has got an expansion coming. Didn't Who it likes... get delayed? Huh? Didn't it get delayed? What the expansion? Yeah. I don't think the expansion got delayed, oh. but <laughs> the expansion was just uh announced uh for october 13 2015 so if it got delayed past that that's fine i, I mean this the last two weeks were delay all the things so I well just they kind of no assume witcher everything's 3 has now. been out for a while this yes is i an know expansion. witcher 3 has been out oh, okay all right so but in, it was delayed in this new expansion <laughs> it's called heart of stone it's got 10 hours of content you can hire a crew of people like break-in artists you can and and i don't know do stuff with them uh, you can party with a ghost you can outsmart new creatures uh you can also uh have a rune word mechanic they added a whole new mechanic called rune words that it uh, we don't have details on what they do but apparently they affect all sorts of aspects of gameplay um it is designed the contents for level 30 plus players uh and uh it'll be 20 bucks on october 13th so coming to pc ps4 and xbox one when you're done with that, you can start getting excited for Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. This is one of those 2016 things, Anna. Okay. January 2016, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen's coming out for PC, finally. Um, and it'll be 30 bucks. That is the enhanced version of Dragon Dogma. It's been out on the other consoles for a while. And so there you go. Hmm. Finally on PC. It'll probably look nicer on PC. Trails of Cold Steel. Who's been waiting for Trails of Cold Steel? The answer is you've been waiting for Trails in the Sky second chapter. Well, Trails of Cold Steel, as we told you at E3, 
is the is another section of Trails games. Um, they're kind of set up in in series of three, so Trails in the Sky, Trails in the Sky, second chapter, and then whatever the third one's called, and then Trails of Cold Steel, Trails of Cold Steel two, and then the third one of that. Um, so this is uh, a different trilogy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so th- this you can play this. This is coming out a little bit after second chapter's coming out here. And uh, but you don't need to play through Trails in the Sky and Trails in the Sky second chapter in order to play this game. So, Trails in the Heroes Cold Steel, excuse me, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. This is another set of games, as I mentioned. It's getting a collector's thing, so it's getting a steel a limited edition. So it's gonna have what is gonna have? It's gonna have a pin, Ooh. an art book with a hundred pages from the game and the sequel. Uh, it's going to have a what a collectible box that has space for the second game to fit in it. So you buy the first game's limited edition, then when the second game comes out, you kind of just slide that in and it'll be 40 uh, it'll be 50 bucks as the uh, base game is just 40 bucks. So it's a 10 bucks limited edition. That's not so bad. Um, Digital Devil Saga did this back in the day. Yep. So there you go. There's your Trails in the Cold Steel Steel edition. It'll be ticks and talks. Ticks. What? I don't know what that means. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel. T O C S. Oh, ticks and talks. Okay. Moco Moco friends. Anna, this might be a game for you. <laughs> yeah, because it's like Pokemon. Yeah, it's a monster collecting game. You collect monsters called Plushkin, and you're on a journey to become a Plushkin master. That doesn't <laughs> sound like Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Collecting, evolving, and battling. I don't know if it'll be any good. It's coming out November 17, 2015 for $39.99 on the Nintendo eShop and in retail outlets. That is a 3DS game, folks. Yeah, it's going to go on my wish list. It is, uh, as Gaijin points out, Moko Moko is the Japanese word for cuddly. Aww. I don't know if that's what they were going for. There it would be spelled with a K. This is spelled with a C. I have no idea. It's like how we spelled gotcha racing with an O instead of an A. When we originally brought this story, uh, put our our game page for this, they were called Moppets and not Plushkins. So then you were going to be a Muppet Master. But I guess that sounds too close to Muppets. I don't know. They changed that. So now you're going to be a Plushkin Master, it looks like. Ah, Whatever. It looks very cutesy. And I don't know if you've looked at the screenshots. I did. It's adorable. (laughs) It's adorable. You're going to get this, aren't you? Again, it's going on my wish list. All right, cool. And you know what else is going on my wish list? What? Eight billion Nintendo 3DS eShop cards. Yes. <laughs> Including all the Animal Crossing Happy Home cards, right? Uh, no, I don't know how we're going to deal with those. Because yeah. they're more persnickety than Skylanders. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Age of Decadence. Anyone remember what this is? Apparently, it's a game that's been in development for 10 years. It's been on Steam Early Access since November of 2013. It's finally getting a full release. The, f- the most recent update just added the last part of the game. So it's finally going to go uh, uh, full release in October on Steam, Gamersgate, and GOG. Uh, I don't have a specific date, but if you've been following Age of Decadence, uh, it's a... It's a game. has multiple endings. Tactical kind of RPG, kind of Baldur's Gatey 
type feeling game. You know, it's got that 45 degree angle thing going on. Overhead isometric view. Isometric view? I don't know if it's isometric. Isn't There's technically a difference between a 45 degree overhead and an isometric view. There is? Yeah, you can look it up. There's, okay. yeah. And then there's two thirds, and I don't know. Whichever one this is, it's one of those feelings. Okay. <laughs> you can look up the details elsewhere. <laughs> Final Fantasy V's coming to Steam, Anna. Wait, what? Final Fantasy V is coming to Steam. Okay, important question. It's the iOS version. Oh, Chris is so sad. It's got the ugly character models in it. <laughs> but <sighs> isn't the GBA one the gun? Oh, wait. Okay, so it's. Does it have the good music? Because the reason you like the GBA version is because it's got really nice music, right? No. The reason you like the GBA version is that it performs better than the PlayStation version. Mm. Unfortunately, it has slightly less good music than oh, the original. Oh, my bad. I got Because the GBA's compressed a little. Um, and it ha But it has a better translation. Or does it? Actually, the translation of the iOS version is fine, actually. Um, the GBA version chops the screen a little bit but it is the best final fantasy 5 original looking version of final fantasy 5 there is okay um, the ios version is really easy for taking like screenshots mm -hmm. as will this version be so if you're doing say final fantasy 5 for futures that charity event that people like to do every year where you get the randomly assigned jobs and play through final fantasy 5 as those jobs i should do that yeah um this version is good for that and or the iOS version has been good for that. This version, of course, will also be good for that, um, especially if you like to do the thing where you um, post all your boss kills in a thread and kind of show, hey, here's how it went for me, and here's how it went for me, and stuff. Um, it is $15.99 on PC, which seems a bit high, uh, but whatever. And it still has the ugly character models. They're so bad looking. Really? I don't mind them. Uh, they were redrawn by an actual Final Fantasy char character artist who, like, was her job in the day to, like, put this stuff into the... take a model artwork and adapt it to go in the game, I think. Mm -hmm. Which, it's surprising why they look so awful. Uh, mm -hmm. Whatever. Maybe the higher resolution will help a little. It's just, they look so weird. I don't know. You don't, you don't mind it, so whatever. No. So maybe you can play it on here, too. Of course, we already have it on iOS, but whatever. Yep. Okay, so Final Fantasy V. That's Boss Rush the game, and uh, you can get it on Steam. So, Dragon Quest Heroes is getting the Japanese DLC when it comes out here. So here's, here's the description of the DLC. A series of optional episodes of featuring battles and challenges. The episodes will be available to players once the conditions for unlocking them are met and offer extra stories and battles for Elena and Carol. Um, Maya, Terry, Bianca, and Nera. Terry and Yangus and Jessica. Woo! Jeez, that's a lot of... Okay. <laughs> Square Enix have released some screenshots from DLC episodes. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, there's classic bosses in them. The Great Demon Lord Zoma, Sorrow the Manslayer, and Bjorn the Behemoth. So you can... Uh, if you're going to pick up Dragon Quest Heroes, we're going to have all that DLC. Is that your thing, Anna? She's taking a call. She's just out. Ah, uh, now you're stuck here with me. Ah, uh, stuck in the middle with you. Okay. NIS America is bringing the Atelier Trilogy here. Unfortunately, it's just the PS3 versions of the games. It's coming out October 13th. 
So if you want the PS3 versions of the Atelier Trilogy, um, Rorona, Tatori, and Maruru, um, you can get that here. Uh, it is not the improved Vita versions of the game, so I don't know why you'd get them, but whatever. That's, uh, that's, that's what you're getting. Anna, Atelier Trilogy, you're not getting the improved versions. It's um just the PS3 version. Yeah, it's so sad. it's it's the it's the split because at one point one company was doing them and then Tecmo Koi was like, "Eh, we'll just do them ourselves." Yeah. And so you have the stuff from before the split that's being put into a trilogy, but it isn't the stuff that was after the split which includes the pluses. Yeah, that's sad. Uh if you're over in Europe like Alice, you'll be getting Story of Seasons soon. Nintendo is publishing it. Uh-huh. That's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Do they do a lot of X-Seed games? Nope. Oh, okay. So, the, well, I guess it's a marvelous game in that mm-hmm. context. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, that's coming out in quarter one, 2016. So if you're waiting for the next Bokujo Monogatari game, there you go. Uh, Stella Glow is coming out with a special edition, November 17, 2015. So this, is, uh, this was the game that was from the company that had the CEO that disappeared and stuff, right? Yeah, so anyway, Atlas is putting this game out, and uh, they've got a lot of things coming in this edition. It's a launch edition. You get it for pre-ordering, and uh, some places will just have, you know, the, the very first copies they'll get will have this. What do you get with the launch day edition of Stella Glow? So that means it doesn't cost any extra. You just pre-order it, and you get this version. So you get, uh, this is obviously for physical version, not for the eShop version. You get a cloth poster of Hilda, the Witch of Destruction, a flexible charm of the Wind Witch Popo's pet pig, Boo-Boo, a five-song CD containing the vocal themes of the witches, and a larger-than-normal collectible box. And, uh, yeah, there you go. And they've got a trailer up you can see on the site. they got pictures of all the crap you're getting in this special edition. So if you're into Stella Glow, pre-order now for your free goodies. Uh, oh, new game came out that apparently a lot of people are combining, comparing to Earthbound or Shin Megami Tensei or both, called Undertale. You are a human who's fallen into the underground world of monsters. You're tasked to find their way out, um, and you you can get through encounters by like talking to the enemies and negotiating with them and stuff. So you don't actually have to kill everything. So that's kind of the SMT feel. It's got kind of a odd environment set in a modern-ish world sort of thing like earthbound it's very pixely um so i don't know you can you can decide if uh feels earthbound to you or not and go check out some screenshots it's like 10 bucks on steam so that's not so bad at all so it's a retro themed indie title apparently so it's a oh i didn't describe it like that so it's a undertale u-n-d-e-r-t-a-l-e undertale there you go. Undertale. Underdog. Okay. Rogue Ga- uh, Rebel Galaxy. Alice Wilkinson, have you pre-ordered Rebel Galaxy? Uh, I think maybe. It's a space opera action RPG where you fly around a ship and interact with races and there's there's spaceships oh, and I stuff. Would pre-order, I would pre-order it, except you can't pre-order it on Steam. Oh, you can't? Okay. No. It's available October 20th, but there's no buy button yet. Well, that's weird. It's coming out for Mac, PS4, Xbox One later in the year, but it will be on Steam and GOG for 20 bucks on October 20th, 2015. Yep. And it's yeah, like a space opera game. Yeah. I've been that interested in that one for a while, but yeah, it looks, it's not out yet. This <laughs> looks cool. 
Um, it's being made by people who uh, double damage games. Who's Travis Baltry and Eric Schaefer, who used to work on like Diablo and Torchlight. So this is where some of the Torchlight yeah. folks went. So this is what they're working on now. Which this is not like Torchlight at all, but you know, whatever. It is. Uh, you're in the role of a starship captain in a randomly generated galaxy. You can undertake quests, scavenge wreckage, battle pirates, befriend aliens, and explore space. This looks really cool. I want to play it. I won't have time to play it. It comes out in a month. Go check it out if you're into it. It's 20 bucks. 20 bucks. So hopefully it isn't being overhyped as only a $20 game. I'm hoping it actually has enough content to be kind of the cool thing it could be and that we're not getting a misimpression. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. All right, folks. Time for our Kickstarter check-in. Kickstarter check-in. Kickstarter check-in. First game is called Battle Chasers Night War. This has met its goal, 650000 currently, out of its $500,000 goal. It's a side-scrolling JRPG. Um, wow, it looks beautiful, actually. <laughs> I'm just looking at the trailer for the first time now. Um, wow, yeah, they've got a they've got some good assets. That's how you launch a Kickstarter. When you show the game moving like that, people like feel like, hey, this is actually a thing, and I want to be part of it. So for, for this Kickstarter... For five bucks, you get to get your name on the Hall of Citizens credits on the BattleChasers.com website. You get project updates and an exclusive wallpaper set. You don't get the game. If you want the game at this point, you have to spend 30 bucks uh, to get a digital copy. There were earlier tiers that are all gone now that uh, cost less. Uh, and then if you want to go crazy with night wars you get uh ten thousand dollars you get the legendary edition work with a legend includes one ultimate collector's edition and adds you'll work directly with joe madurera to design a creature set of weapons or important point of interest in battle chasers night war you will then be given the original hand-drawn artwork for the creation including any rough sketches that led to the final version and a personalized thank you note from joe and the team your name will be listed in the credits under battle chaser also upgraded sketch card you get a unique eight and a half by eleven sketch card from joe mad featuring a totally unique hand-drawn sketch of a character of your choosing. Uh, you are 11 by 17 Night War print signed by the Airship Syndicate dev team, including Joe Mad. You get an invitation to join us at the Battle Chasers Night War Rap Party. Travel and lodging not included. And you get five gift copies of the game to share with your friends. Your name featured in the ultra-exclusive Hall of Chasers on BattleChasers.com and exclusive access to the alpha-level events we do for the game. There you go. Nobody cares. Okay. Anyway, this game looks pretty. Go check this out, because that might actually be worth funding to save some money. Man, what do they even need us for? They look like they're mostly done. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. I wonder what will actually come out. Well, imagine, remember what happened to FTL. What happened to FTL? Well, I seem to remember. They came, they, they came to Kickstarter with something that um, they kind of had, like, a complete, completely completed prototype mm -hmm. and asked for 10,000 to finish it. And yeah. then they got like 200,000. Nice. So well, that turned out well. Mhm. Mm okay. This looks cool. Maybe I'll just wait and buy it when it comes out, but that looks cool. Let's see, remind me about this project. There we go. Uh next project on Chris Shop's Kickstarter is Kickstarter page. The Dwarves, a new story-driven fantasy RPG. 
This game has not yet been funded. They want two hundred sixty thousand. They've got one hundred ninety-two thousand. Uh, let's see about this project. If you need more beer, beards, and battle in your life, the Dwarves is for you. Learn about the coolest fantasy race out there. Explore a huge game world. I think we've talked about this in the past. This is like based on a set of books, right? Something like I don't that. Know. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah. Okay. So just so you know, the Dwarves intro is five bucks, and you'll be in the credits. Of the game is a bogneel that marches against the Dwarves. And if you spend $3,500, which is still available, you receive everything from all the other tiers, or at least the tier that they reference here. Plus, you work in a close cooperation with us to create a quest in the game, and you get credit as a quest designer. I don't know. Making a quest is kind of lame compared to the rewards of that other one. But I guess this one's only $3,500. So that's the Dwarves. Go check that out. Um, that looks cool, too. Um, you could, they've got gameplay footage. You can see what it's kind of looking like. There's kind of a computer RPG sort of thing where you kind of real-time combat and skipping around among your dwarves and as they kick butt. Uh, let's see. The next one is a multi-Kickstarter story here. So let's see. The first part of it is Orion, Legacy of the Coriodon. They want 45 grand. They've got 10 grand. They've got 30 days left to go. This is a African fantasy action RPG based on a frenetic and creative combat system, or so they claim. So this looks kind of like... Um, I don't know. This looks... You know what it reminds me is, is that side-scrolling um, dungeon battler game. Oh, what was the name of that? Oh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, go check this out. So it looks like... It's, is it being developed in Africa? This is cool because it's like we don't usually get development out of these areas. So this is cool. So... It, very different uh, stories and culture inspiring this than I've seen. So, yeah, go check this out if you want like a game that's got a way different feel than you're used to. And uh, oh, that looks cool. All right, so that's Ori. It's side-scrolling action RPG. You beat stuff up and, I guess, level stats and all that sort of stuff. Uh, for one euro, you get to show your support and stay in touch. Or for... 7,000 euros. Oh, they're all still available. You become, uh, you get to meet the team in Cameroon and enjoy amazing surprises. So yes, Des it is being developed in Africa. Yeah. Design a boss and create your returning NPC. Have a video conference with the Kuro Games team, plus some Orionic physical goodies, an Orionic t-shirt, the making of video and digital copy of the game, design notes of the lead project, plus pr physical copy of the game and extra digital collector pack receive a physical orionic postcard get a digital copy of the game and uh, special thanks in your name on the the ty page expenses at the site will be taken care of only the transportation will not be included we reserve the right to decline inappropriate name and design proposals <laughs> that's a smart inclusion actually <laughs> all right for the King is a new roguelike that's coming. They want 30,000. They've got 49,000. This game's got a cool looking visual style. If you've looked at the video for this one, um, it is a roguelike. You're going around. It looks like you're on a game board because it's all hexagonal grids and you explore that way and then you get in combat and then do it again because it's a roguelike and you know how those go. For 15 bucks, you get a digital copy of the game. Uh, includes early access. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 15. What 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 region is this in? Oh, 15 Canadian dollars. So it's about you know three and a half U.S. dollars. No, it's 11 dollars U.S. Um, based on the current exchange rate. 
you get a digital copy of the game. If you go for $1,000 and they're all gone, what did people get for $1,000? Creator Hero includes all the rewards from the non-designer tiers. Plus, create a playable character in the game. Receive one-of-a-kind physical lore page about the character you created. Special executive producer and creator credit. Shipping included for anywhere in U.S. or Canada. Please add $20 for shipping to other countries. The Ultimate Hero. Work with our team, the design team, to create a character's traits, appearance, class, starting items, special abilities. Immortalize yourself and or just be creative. Your character will appear in game is an adventure that everyone can play. Yeah, US, that was only about $750. So, yeah, that did go fast. You can buy executive producer credits in a game for 750 bucks. That's useful for a resume, isn't it? Uh, that's cool. That that game looks kind of cool and very tactical and roguelike and board gamey. So, and you can still go check it out. Look at that art style. Um, it, because it's, it's kind of like they're making it look pseudo-sculpted out of clay or something like that. So that's cool. And then the third game and final Kickstarter game of the day, Mega Magic Wizards of the Neon Age. Uh, so this is they want 20 grand. They've got three. Uh, explore a huge world. Learn awesome spells and summon all the monsters you've beaten on your journey. All in cool 80s fashion. So I don't. that doesn't explain at all what's going on in this game, does it? No. It is an action RPG. You make strategic decisions such as an RTS. Uh, they say there's a complex narrative background. Uh, I'm trying to get a feel for how the game looks. Oh, okay. So the game's got that isometric overhead view. You walk around, you shoot things, you kill stuff, and then they've got animated 80s cutscenes, it looks like. So it's RPG slash RTS. It kind of looks interesting. You should go check out the video for this for Mega Magic. Uh, for $1, you get, uh, we will pray to the God of video games and we will ask him to give you a long and pleasant existence. Moreover, you get to appear in the credits. And then for $2,000, all still available, the most powerful wizard, all the above, plus you will work with us to design a whole grim. This includes its initial concept idea, the design of its skills, and the addition of creation of its unique art. Basically, you will add a whole new grim to the grimoire and players around the globe will fight against and summon your creation. Pretty cool, eh? Moreover, as an extra, if you Wait, come... did they actually put A? Yeah. Awesome. Moreover, as an extra, if you come to Barcelona, you'll be invited to the studio to hang out with us. We can have some good old party and even a romantic dinner. Um, so in this game, it looks like you summon monsters to fight for you or with you. So that uh, that might be where the grims are coming from and stuff. So, well, there's a lot of interesting looking Kickstarters that we, uh, we talked about today. Um, it makes me want to open my wallet and maybe I shouldn't do any of them. But uh, yeah, man, especially if I one it looks good okay so that's uh that's six starters uh, six starters that's kickstarters six starters now some briefs for you videos we got new videos up for triforce heroes yay tokyo xanadu Meh. god eater resurrection the new new re-release of that Ooh. criminal girls 2 eh. and a video talking about the features of van helsing trilogy eh. yep because that's adding new things or did you just not sure which sound to make for that, Anna? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, additionally, Fallout 4 wants your money, so they're talking about how they're going to have a season pass. But they've got a video trailer for a season pass for a game that's not even out yet. How crass can you get? <laughs> I'm not real. I'm not a big fan of advertising your season pass before your game's even out. <sighs> anyway. 
Legend of Legacy has a demo coming out on September 22nd. That's Yay. a few days from now. The game's coming out October 13th. It's an eShop demo. Your progress will carry over. Yay. Um, I don't remember anything about this game except it looks like a uh, an RPG. It's done by the Saga people. Or am I mistaking it for the game that's done by the Saga I, people? I don't know. It could be. It looks like it could be. It uh, looks like a 3D RPG. The art style looks very bravely default. Ooh. So... Yeah, I want to play this. So okay. I'll probably get the demo. Cool. And then Europe is getting NIS demos for Dungeon Travelers 2 and Disgaea on Vita and PS4, respectively. Because Disgaea 5 is on PS4 and Dungeon Travelers 2 is on Vita. So you can get those demos soon. Over in Japan, some non-TGS news. Uh, Japan's getting a Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters Daybreak special gigs enhanced version. Oh, special gigs is where it stops. Um, on November 26th, they're going to get that. It adds five story episodes to the game. Uh, better visuals, better costumes. Come to PS3, PS4, and Vita. Uh, and then uh, Gene Ibun Roku Pound Fire Emblem, or you may know it as Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem, is coming out December 26th in Japan. Sometime next year here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about the fact that Persona 5 got delayed? Well, that's part of our TGS coverage. Right. And just, I figured it would be a good from the Fire Emblem X if thing. Yep. Uh, so here's here's the big thing that happened at TGS was that Sony press conference, I think. Would you agree, Alice, or no? I haven't really been watching it. Okay. Well, let me let me catch you up on what happened with TGS. First off, all we the stuff got announced and then all the stuff got delayed. <laughs> you can't, it, it can't be delayed when it already got it. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. So first off, Sony had a big press conference and that kind of like led everything off. So first off, there is an expansion coming to Bloodborne. It's called the Old Hunters. It's uh, there. It's coming out November twenty fourth, twenty fifteen. So that's not very long from now. It'll be twenty bucks. It's coming out for North America and Europe on the twenty fourth, and Japan in December. Um, actually, it might be in Japan on the 24th, and there's a physical edition with it and the base game in December. But anyway, later they talked about new Yakuza stuff. So Yakuza Kiwami is coming out for PS3 and PS4 in January 2016 in Japan. Um, the next game in the series, Yakuza 6, is uh, revealed to be coming exclusively on PS4 in fall 2016. More details at, the, uh, at uh, this TGS. Um, I don't know if we'll get to that. In, uh, anyway... And uh, they also showed Fancy Star Online 2's upcoming PS4 release trailer. Still not announced for the U.S. Okay. So Yakuza Kiwami, just to clarify, that is a remake of the first Yakuza game. It's an HD version of Yakuza 1. Um, and it'll be coming to PS4 and PS3. So, And they have a trailer showing how much prettier the game looks now. Uh, Koi Tecmo had some stuff. Tokiden, The Age of Demons, and Tokiden Kiwami. Tokiden... Wait, I'm sorry. A sequel to those two games is called Tokiden 2, and it's coming out 2016 in PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Vita. And uh, it's going to be an open world as opposed to the first game's mission-based structure. And they also announced a game called Neo, a historical-based action RPG game that was originally announced back in 2004, will actually be released in 2016 for PS4. Yeah, they're, they're reaching way back there. <laughs> wow. 
Usually you don't see a game come back from 2004 and finally get released. Okay, Square Enix had some had a section in the show and they showed a trailer for World of Final Fantasy and it, which is due out in 2016 for PS4 and Vita and they showed a new trailer for Star Ocean 5 Integrity and Faithlessness so you can go watch that video. Um, that's the fifth game in the series. It's set between Star Ocean 2 and Star Ocean 3. Uh, that's coming out uh, February 25th, 2016 in Japan. The newest Saga game was unveiled, Saga Scarlet Grace. That'll be out for Vita in 2016 and is said to be the start of a new series for the franchise. So there's a Saga game for you, Anna. Yay! <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, is coming in 2016, so therefore, of course, Square Enix announced another HD collection of Kingdom Hearts games. And you're going to be like, well, wait, we had Kingdom Hearts 1.5 remix and then we had 2.5 remix, so now what is now what are we going to do? 2.8! 2.8! I, I point the number eight. So they can't even stay consistent with Roman. Or... <sighs> to be perfectly honest, the naming of the Kingdom Hearts series is at this point is practically a running joke. So I'd be kind of disappointed if they stopped it. Well, and it's it's no coincidence that eight is just an infinity symbol turned on its side either, right? Yeah, uh... there's, there's, there's going to be some kind of symbolic meaning in that as well. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Yes, that's the name. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. It's coming out in 2016. It'll feature Kingdom Hearts Dream Dop Distance redone in HD. It'll have Kingdom Hearts Kai uh, back cover, which is, I think, just a small addition to Kingdom Hearts Kai, but not the full Kingdom Hearts Kai. I don't know what that means. Kingdom Hearts Point Two Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage, which is like some sort of addition to Birth by Sleep. Uh, what? What? The first footage from the debut of the company's new Tokyo... Okay. Oh, sorry. That's another game. That... I... Square Enix... Why? So somewhere... Somebody... Money. Somewhere on GameFAQs is writing up a guide explaining all the Kingdom Hearts game titles, I'm sure. So I'm sure you can read that after reading the 40,000-page Kingdom Hearts timeline document. And, uh, what, you mean the one, that's on on. G, the one that's on G Drive that's absolutely hilarious? Yeah. Yeah, that thing's good. <laughs> Wait, there's one on G Drive too? No, I was I, I was actually referring to like a text one on GameFAQs. Is there like one on Oh, that, no, there's one that um there's a really good summary somewhere and oh. I can't remember where it is, which is basically uh it's a word document, but every time it mentions a character name, it just puts down a picture of the character. Oh, great. So it's 8,000 pages. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's intentional and it's mm -hmm. hilarious. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's see. First, uh, okay, so they showed off a new game called Projects... Oh, excuse me. Ah, let me do this right. New Tokyo RPG Factory Studio called Project... What, 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 what? I can't read English this morning. I'm sorry. No, so you can't. What on earth is going on? They showed the first footage of a game called Project Setsuna, which comes from their new Tokyo RPG Factory Studio. What does that mean? I, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm confused. Is uh is this the one that's... This is... What is Tokyo RPG Factory? Is that a team? Uh, yes. Okay. Question mark. Okay. And Setsuna is a game from that team. Is this... I... Hot. All right. Going back to June 16th. What was Project Setsuna? It was just a game. Okay. And they're going after old school JRPGs. So now they showed off uh, uh, some footage from that game. 
It's a take on classic RPGs. Apparently, it's coming to PS4 and Vita in 2016. I'm going to move on because my brain broke from Kingdom Hearts. I'm blaming Kingdom Hearts. It broke my brain. Okay, nobody cares. Dragon Quest Heroes 2 had a brief development update, and there was a new trailer for Dragon Quest Builders, which I watched, and it looks exciting. It looks cool. I get goosebumps every time I see a trailer with that Dragon Quest themes in it, so it doesn't even matter what the game is. It's great. So I want uh, I want that game. I don't know why, though. Because I was looking at the gameplay. I was like, I don't know if I actually want to build up a Minecraft Dragon Quest world, but I still kind of want it just because Dragon Quest. All right. <laughs> Dark Souls 3 got a new trailer uh, along with the Japanese release date, which is March 24, 2016. Uh, let's see. 13 Sentinels Eris Rim, which is a new Atlas and Vanillaware collaboration game. Uh, you'd be happy to know, Alice, that it features at least one giant robot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else. We don't really know much else about that yet. Uh, a giant robot did appear in an urban setting in its trailer. <laughs> Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky, from Spike Chunsoft, also showed up at the press conference, which is coming out for PS4 and Vita in December of 2015. Um, so Spike Chunsoft, does that mean it's kind of a... Do they do the Ropa games? I forget. Which one is yep. Spike Chunsoft? Yeah. They do a bunch of things. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's that. That's the Sony conference. Lots of stuff in there. Bloodborne. Wow. More Bloodborne. Okay. So moving on from that. Um, da, 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 da. We talked about Dark Souls having a date. Uh Digimon Cyber Sleuth and Digimon World Next Order showed up at TGS. So those, these are Bandai Namco doing these, right? Yep. And uh, they showed off um, these two games. There's trailers for each. Um, we only have like details on Cyber Sleuth because it's aimed at a more mature audience where like the, there's a computer world and you have to go see what's going on. People using Digimon and the computer world to harass people. So it's like dot .hack with Digimon. Um, they show, so that you can see trailers for each game and kind of figure out what's going on in Digimon and whatever. So if you're into Digimon, it's a good time to be alive because lots of Digimon coming. Who's into Digimon? I don't know. Me. Persona Yo. 5! Hey, I was interested. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> me too. Okay, well, you guys can get both these games and let me know which one's good. Um, well, only one of them is uh, scheduled to come out in North America. Cyber Sleuth, right? Yep. Yeah, watch that stop me. Well, <laughs> fine. So Digimon World Next Order is a PlayStation Vita game. Like, by the way, that's my biggest surprise of TGS. Multiple, like, PlayStation Vita-only games. The yeah, it is, not little, dead. it is a little weird. It is not. It is weird. And it's like, it's cool. It's like, yay, Vita games, finally. <sighs> Which we'll never see. I know. That makes me sad. But Alice can play them. Persona 5 was delayed to 2016. And no. the thing that kind of surprises me, and we I shouldn't be surprised, but I am, is everybody, I mean, I'm reading comments on sites like Jamatsu and Silicon Air and like places that crazy JRPG people hang out. And people are like supremely surprised and supremely pissed. It's like, hello. I, this is how this works with persona games well I, no i think even <laughs> this is how it works with games <laughs> right but i think even more important than those two points we've heard nothing about these games they've got a trailer 
Yeah, we've seen two trailers. In comparison, for Dancing All Night, we had individual videos for every single character, and all of those videos revealed something new in addition to the characters. Yeah. It's also a pretty fun game, but I'm getting <laughs> getting away from the point. Right, but I mean, let's contrast and compare a second the way that they have advertised a game that is done and going to be on time, or was on time, versus a game that is massive and most certainly not going to be on time. Spoiler alert, giant console JRPGs get delayed because they take forever to make. Oh Especially- no, Lies, lies, what is this? I know. My... <laughs> <sighs> a trailer with Star Ocean gameplay, kind of alluded to that earlier in the press conference. Uh, so the, oh, I'll skip that one because that's Sorana, that's Sorana too. Zodiac Archon, Orkanen Odyssey was shown off. It's a 2D RPG. has turn-based battles. Uh, it's coming out October 2015 uh, in English on iOS from a company called Kobojo. I've never heard of this. But uh, Zodiac Orkanen Odyssey. You can go achieve the trailer of it now and see if you think it'll be any good or if it's kind of a cheap JRPG. Uh, it's got a cool-looking art style. so It is a premium title. So that looks like it won't be free to play. So that's a good sign too. Um, so go check that out. Look at the cool are, art. Are we are we finally getting to the era where free to play games will be fewer and further between? I can only hope. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, and the person who did the art. I, this is why it looks like the. Um, it looks like a uh, um, Mistwalker game on iOS. Uh, do you remember what that Terra was? Battle? Terra Battle. Yeah, they are stuck because it's the same artist. Ah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Minaba. So go check that out if you were interested in more stuff like that. It will be out. Uh, we only have Vita. Uh, we only have Japan released info, so I don't know when it will be coming well, out. Well, remember, here, it was TGS. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Uh, the game's due to be released in October 2015 in English on iOS and Android as a premium title, and then there will be releases for Japan and on PS4 and Vita in early 2016. I kind of want it in English on the Vita, because then I have buttons. I don't have to hook up my iOS controller, which who knows if they even support. Hmm. All right, well, Zodiac, Orkin and Odyssey. Look forward to that. Anna... Yoru no Nai Kuni is coming to the U.S. Okay. It's made by the people who make the Atelier games. Ooh, this is their non-Atelier project. Yeah. It is a set in a world where humans fight monstrous creatures known as Yoma, and uh, has two main protagonists, a half-Yoma, Arnis, who's fighting alongside the humans, and Lulitis, who's supposedly the destined holy child that'll help vanquish the Yoma. Vanquish? Whatever. You, you kind of went with a combination of vacuum and anger. Kingdom Hearts broke my head. Okay. Yoru no Nai Kuni is out in Japan on October 1st. I have no idea when it'll come out here, except that it has been announced that it's coming here um, early 2016. So I guess I do have an idea when it'll come out here, and I'm an idiot. All right. There you go. Yoru no Nai Kuni. I don't know if it'll get a new name. You would think so. Who's publishing it here? Huh? Who's publishing it here? Oh, Koei Tecmo, because it's a Gus game. Right. Duh. That makes sense. 
Because they own them. Project X-Zone 2, Anna. Yay! Ooh, ooh, Fire Emblem characters. Coming to North America in uh, February 2016. Yeah, but more important, Fire Emblem characters. Okay, tell us who's they added. Uh, They're adding Krom and Lucina. Oh, oh and uh, Cosmos and someone else from the Xeno universe. Uh, Anna is playing Project Cross Zone right now. Yes. And are you looking forward to Project Cross Zone 2? I am, actually. Okay, because so you, you're really enjoying Project Cross Zone 1? Yes. And okay. thank you to the person who corrected me on Twitter. That I've been calling Project it Project X-Zone. X-Zone. And we I was know. very politely corrected. All that, X's no, in uh, it's Japan. It's not Project X-Zone. It's Project Cross Zone. That's right. Project Cross Zone coming to you to the U.S. and Europe in February 2016. Yay! So, whoo! No, Sword Art Online's getting a new game. Uh, y- yay! I don't know. <laughs> Sword Art Online Four. It's a sequel to the other three games. And I we, mean, the problem with that'll Sword be shown Art off more in October. Isn't really that the games are bad; it's that the translations are garbage. Mm, is it? Yes. I mean, the games are kind of hit and miss, but the translations are bad. Well, here's what's not bad. We have impressions up of Atelier Sophie. Yay! Thank Dragon, you, Gaijin. Dragon Quest Builders. Yay! Thank you, Gaijin. Seventh Dragon 3. Thank you, Gaijin. And Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. Have I mentioned that Gaijin is awesome at TGS? He is awesome. So, um, we, uh, we we had our, our Tokyo correspondent, Michael Baker, there, and... Uh, he took care of some impressions for us. I think more might even be coming. Um, and you can go check those out on the site right now. I will not read them to you over the podcast, um, but I, I could. I don't know if it would be entertaining. Maybe that's bonus content. Uh, Put that at the end. I could do things like, uh, like, every summer for the past four years, I've looked forward to the June release of the latest Atelier game. I'd just do a dramatic reading. Except no? this year it's not June. Well, listen, I didn't write this. I'm just reading it. Don't criticize I, me. No, I'm not criticizing. You're criticizing I'm, me. I'm sad pantsing because okay. Sophie is like not even close to June release. Wait, where's Sophie? Um, When is Sophie? What? It got delayed, remember? I. My cat did not get delayed. <sighs> Other <laughs> Sophie. Oh, <laughs> the game Sophie. Okay. Uh, all right, and then a trailer roundup for TGS, just so you know. On the site, you can see the Odin Sphere trailer for that enhanced Odin Sphere version, a God Eater Resurrection trailer, a Fairy Fencer F trailer, a Zestiria trailer, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts media, and Monster Hunter media, including that new cutesy Monster Hunter game, or mostly that new cutesy Monster game. So try and get an idea of more of what Monster Hunter Stories is all about by watching that. Um, it's coming out in November in, in Japan. So I need to check that out some, and then I need Alice to get it and play it and tell me about it. No? Okay. Japanese Word of the Week. We're going to keep that going. Japanese Word of the Week is Gundam. Gundam. How do you say that makes Alice. How do you you say that with a Japanese accent, Alice? Well, okay. So technically it's made out for it. Gundam is written Gundam. It's a katakana word. But it's written G-A-D-A. Uh, no, sorry, G-A-N-D-A-M-U. Gundam? Gundamu. Yeah. Or G-A is more of a gas sound, so that's the reason why... Which is the reason why we'll hear it pronounced like that. Gundamu. Gundamu. But then again, you know, it's it's Gundam is Gundam. It's it's just a word. Gundamu. Extreme versus Force is getting an English release. Uh, yeah, only in Asia and only on the Vita. Ugh. 
Darn it. On the knives? <laughs> I thought you'd be excited for that. I wanted to let you know. Wait, 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 That's wait. why it's the Japanese word of the release. Cause but, the Vita ver- but the Vita isn't region locked. And if it's in Asia, it's either going to be Japanese or English. Uh, oh, yeah. the um, We already... Well, there's been um, uh, mentioned that... Um, the some of the stuff will be in English because it's being released in Asia. The difficulty will be the DLC. Oh yeah, because you have to have an Asian PSN card to buy it, and you yeah. have to have a memory card that's attached to an Asian PSN yeah. account. Now I have a I have a memory card attached to a Japanese PSN account. No, you should be able to buy the physical version. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's again, nothing stopping me from DLC. buying the physical version. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, well, the Extreme Versus series have done a lot of DLC in the past. Well, and I you, you have a problem. Be much the same. For the rest of us who just want a little bit of Gundamu, can get... Uh, oh, yeah, but by all means, go ahead. I'm probably going to import it from Japan, so... Because, right. you know, Gundam on my Vita, that's that's pretty good to me. I mean, yeah, okay, the previous game was on the PS3, but I'm not complaining here. Oh, it is? I didn't realize it was on the on the PS3 already. Okay. The, pre- the two previous... Well, in the English? Gundam ver- no, not in English. Okay. The Gundam well, versus series well, that's why is this an is arcade... Important. Yeah. yeah, it's an arcade port already. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, There is Gundam Extreme Versus, which is on PS3. There is Gundam Extreme Versus Full Boost, which is on PS3. There is Gundam Extreme Versus Maxi Boost, which is on arcade only at the moment. I think most people were kind of hoping that they were going to announce a port of that for either PS3 or PS4. Um, and then they just go ahead and release a Vita game. So they must be stalling that one out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently I've heard I don't know how correct I am because I, I don't really pay that much attention to the arcade scene in Japan but uh, Gundam Extreme Versus Maxi Boost is now hosted on arcade hardware that is equivalent to a PS4 as opposed to the older versions which were on PS3 hardware so the the port of it would, would most likely come up on the PS4 Hello? Oh, no, I'm just uh, thinking about what was next on the show. Sorry. <laughs> I got excited because I just upgraded my goggles to 700. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Anna, stop playing WoW. No! More Gundamu. I'm almost done to non for the day. Gundamu. Gundamu. All right, so that's it for the news. I hope you enjoyed our TGS coverage, and I think there's still more stuff coming. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I was supposed to go through. That's right. Alex told me to do this, so hold on. Uh, hammer.com slash secret area of the site slash not telling you where it is slash I just forgot the P in RP Gamer so that didn't work. R Gamer? No, I did. Yeah, R Gamer. And uh, slash this slash that slash uh, current news media. Okay. All right, so here's here's some stuff that uh, let's see, did we cover it? Uh, there were some new Neo details that were released. Um, Neo details? Yeah, that was that 2004 game that's finally being put out. Uh, uh, the Last Guardian? No, Neo. Oh, oh, oh! I missed I figured you just typoed new. No. Uh, let's see. We're gonna have trailers up soon for. <laughs> Why did a bell just ring in my ear? Uh, that was uh, textual telling me okay. that somebody messaged me. Um, Disgaea 5 trailers are coming up later today, probably. 
Um, we've got more Odin Sphere trailers coming. We've got Seventh Dragon Three God Hand trailer. Type Zero Online was announced. What? Type Zero Online was announced. What is Type Zero Online? I don't remember that. Someone tell me what Type Zero Online is. Announced for PC and smartphones. Uh, it, they've announced it as part of their Final Fantasy 15 Active Time report. Uh, it's the evolution of Final Fantasy Ajito. Oh, that's right, because they're closing that off. So Final Fantasy Type Zero Online, not related to Type Zero HD, though slightly related, but not the same game, obviously. Uh, it's planned for release in Japan in 2016 and being considered for a North American Europe release. So this is, I, I don't know. I never played Ajito, so I didn't really understand quite what that game was about. But this is kind of like, now that they're closing down Ajito, this is kind of the new game to replace that. Which, it looks like Type-0. Um, so, how's that going to work? I don't know. Uh, what's it coming? It's a beta test being scheduled for winter in China. It's being developed by the China-based Perfect World. Oh, Perfect World Entertainment? Really? Okay, that's different. And, uh, yeah... That's uh, that's a thing, and okay, whatever. Uh, I don't know how the online versions of the Final Fantasy Type Zero stuff work, so I don't know. All right, um, we've got Active Time Report stuff coming out. Do, 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 do. Let's see how that's working. Ooh, stuff that's coming out for Final Fantasy Fifteen. Breaking news! Breaking news, folks! Breaking news! Um, they've got, uh, they show those new footage in their active time report. They've got the Niflhelm, uh, let's see, no, who cares about that? The blah, 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 blah. So there's, they showed pictures of Luna and Noctis as children, and they've got two doggies. Aww, and they look very cute. Adorable. Yeah. Um, there's chocobos and fishing. Chocobo! So you can rent chocobos and gill for up to 30 days, call them at any time. Um, you cannot raise or breed chocobos. Unfortunately, the way this person wrote it with a typo, it says you cannot raise or bread chocobos. Um, so I guess that means you cannot fry or eat chocobos either. I so wanted Kentucky Fried Chocobos. Me too. I'm so disappointed. I'm very, I'm very sad. Uh, you can catch fish of all sizes and bodies of water using various different rods to cook up back at camp. If you remember, one of the guys in your party is like a chef or a cook or something. So you, you make different food meals and they affect your stat bonuses the next day. So... What else we got? Um, new characters trailer for Project X Zone 2. Uh, Cross Zone 2. Moon Hunters is launching spring 2016. Hey, this is one that we've seen at PAX. It's a Square Enix initiative game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen this before. Yep. And it has cooking in it. <laughs> uh, we've, we've kickstarted this, Anna. Did we? Yeah, I keep getting emails about it. Cool. Yeah. I think you had me kickstart it. Could be. Yeah. Um, there's a stress test for Dark Souls 3. Let's see. How's that working? Um, close beta test.darksouls3.com and you can apply to join the stress test. I'm not going to do that because if it's like the last one, it's like at really odd hours of the, of the day, like in Japan time. So I don't know. And let's see. This one's not old. Apparently, there's some sort of new dot hack on mobile. Is that a As my phone. Give me a sec. Newworld.bnentertainment.net, which is Project New, which looks like some sort of teaser for a potential dot hack game. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, it says Bandai Namco on the bottom. Whatever it is hasn't been announced. It's a 3D RPG. 
Project NU. So whatever. NU. Yeah. He wait. Is new it? Project New NU. So who knows what that means? Okay. Not like a Chrono Trigger. Okay. But it's spelled like Chrono Trigger. But I don't think Bandai Namco is making a new Chrono Trigger game. Oh. All right. So that's our that's our breaking news that hasn't even published yet. So there you go. Woo. That's a lot of TGS news. Oh, my gosh. Are you tired now? Do I am tired. I need a nap. Okay. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Yes. All righty. Fire away. Here it is. Your new releases for the upcoming week. <laughs> I want to let you know. All right. So I've got I've got a long list. I did a poor job of organizing it though, so I apologize in advance because my new format's supposed to have me organize everything, and I did a poor job of that. So let me let me just apologize and get into it. For PlayStation Three, we've got Extreme Exorcism, FIFA Sixteen, Pumped BMX Plus, Shovel Knight, Plague of Shadows, the DLC. It's free. That's the Plague Knight edition to Shovel Knight. Skylanders Superchargers Dark Edition Starter Pack. That's right. Skylanders is out. Whoa. PS4's <laughs> Anna's finally lost her interest. When they went for cars, they lost her interest. Yep. You still haven't cowed all your traps. PlayStation 4, Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of Kumo, Volume 1, Extreme Exorcism, FIFA 16, Pump BMX Plus, Shovel Knight, Plague of the Shadows, DLC. They get two Skylanders packs, the Supercharger Starter Pack and the Dark Edition Starter Pack, and Soma, whatever that is. Wii gets the Skylanders as well. Wii U gets Car Battler Joe, Defense Dome, Extreme Exorcism, Rock and Roll, no, excuse me, Rock and Racing, Rock and Roll Racing would be a Blizzard game, Rock and Racing Off-Road DX, the Shovel Knight DLC, Skylanders Starter Pack, <laughs> including excuse one me. with Stealth Elf, and I'm so, oh my gosh, my ears. <laughs> Your sorry. Walk is coming out for the Wii U. That's a creepy game, but really cool, especially the ending. Um, Zombie Defense, Xbox 360 is getting FIFA, three, uh, FIFA 16 in the Skylanders games. How you can tell that uh, Xbox is dying, Xbox 360 is dying, you get to the point where you just get the Skylanders games, like the Wii. Um, Xbox One is getting Stream Exorcism, FIFA 16, Pump BMX Plus, the Shovel Knight DLC, and Skylanders. 3DS gets uh, Shovel Knight DLC and Skylanders. Vita gets Pump BMX Plus and the Shovel Knight DLC. Does not get Skylanders. What's up with that? <laughs> they don't, they don't want to do the Vita. They do everything else. PC. I don't think it's ever been on the Vita. I know. It's kind of weird. PC gets Airport Madness, Time Machine, and Assault Android Cactus. Oh, I have that already. I have it from Early Access. Battle of the Bulge. And Black, you really like it. Black Sails, The Ghost Ship, Blood Bowl 2, Broadside. Broadside? Ooh, is that like a ship combat game? Hold on. i got to go check Steam right now. Pirate ship combat game. I want pirate ship games for Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yarr. What's broadside? One day that I don't mind if people call and call us privateers. Yar. Broadside is a pirate action adventure game focused on infamy and destruction. Ah! Uh, take on the role of a pirate taking part in tactical ship ship battles and boarding actions. That is totally the right name for a pirate combat game. I don't know if the game's any good though, so I'm just gonna watch it and see how people react. Where do I follow? Yeah, tell me if this thing's any good. Yeah, two reviews, one good, one bad. So we'll see how that shakes out. It's on sale right now. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, after Broadside, we get uh, Charge Shot, Concrete Dundle, Di <laughs> Concrete Jungle, Dinosaur Concrete Hunt. Concrete Dundle? Yeah. That sounds like a load of poo. I blame, con I blame uh, Kingdom Hearts. 
Dinosaur Hunt Africa contract is 59 cents, whatever that is. Edge of Space, uh, Eskatos, Explosion Aid. That sounds awesome. Extreme Explosion Aid. Explosion Aid. It's like lemonade, but with more but explosions. It, but exploding? Extreme Exorcism, FIFA 16, Game Type, Invasion, Moonbase 332, Nav Point, Panoramical, Pump BMX Plus, Shades of Grey, not 50 Shapes of Grey. Oh, excuse me. Shapes of Grey. Shmup Love Boom. Okay, Chris has to go check out Shmup Love Boom. Shmup Love Boom is $7 on sale right now. It is... Uh, da, 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 da. It's a top, it's an up downly shoot 'em up. Mixed reviews though, so I'll just follow that. And follow that. And see how that turns out. All right, Schmuck Love Boom shoot one up, which I think I've played on iOS. I'm pretty sure. That is like an old, or is that a 360 one? I forget. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, that's like the old 360 game, isn't it? Um, with really weird art yeah they, uh, that was an xbox indies game way back anyway yeah all the xblig games are being ported onto other systems because xblig xblig is being retired yeah soma tank zone battle timberman tie the tasmanian tiger four wow i didn't even know there was four of those weapon of choice and xenobloom xenobloom that's what it says all righty then what is this Soma game? It's a $30 game. It's on sale. Is this... Uh, what is this? From the creation of creators of Amnesia the Dark Descent comes Soma, a sci-fi oh. horror game nope. set below the waves of the Atlantic Ocean. Nope. Struggle to survive a hostile world that will make you question your very existence. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Well, you don't want to go underwater diving outside your ship when there's monsters around trying to kill you? Or whatever is going on here? Sorry, what are we talking about? I had a Soma, S O M A. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Only the stream can hear that. Just so you know. I know! It's driving me crazy! I bet you Superchars would be good, Anna. You bet. Uh, oh, the Skylanders game? Yeah. Uh, sure. But I. Oh, I, I see. Mommy's Best Games put out four shmups. Explosion aid, game type, shoot one up, and weapon of choice. That's what's going on. Woo! And then Eskatos is another bullet hell game. Man, what's up with the shmups this week? It's like between this and the Kickstarter, nobody's respecting my wallet. I'm sorry. It's it's really no fair. I'm gonna follow that. I just don't have time for all these shmups. It's my real problem. Explosion aid. Oh, are we still talking about games? Yep. Uh, I guess I should do something about that. Um, hmm. Best games. Oh, let's see. Uh, we covered that, we covered that, covered that, covered that. Uh, Heroes of Loot is coming to PS4. I don't think that was mentioned uh, on, 20, on the 22nd. Laser Life, PS4. Pen, Pinarlium on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Talked about Soma... Extreme Exorcism. Van Helsing Final Cut comes to PC next Friday, the 23rd. No, next Wednesday, the 23rd. Excuse me. Um, that's the uh, the trilogy for Van Helsing. So that's coming out soon. You get that for free if you have all three Van Helsing games. Yeah, that's why you bought the third one cheap, right? Mm -hmm. Well, not cheap, but just I bought Cheaper. it. Yeah. 
Uh, Fistful of Guns, PC and 24th. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer comes out next Friday. Yes. Grand Ages Medieval the, we, on the 25th. We, we decided we're getting that digitally. I don't know. Because we don't need the NFC reader, right? I, we need to figure that out. Okay. I need Post to, podcast. Yeah. I need to figure out a lots of things. Right. Pileteer is coming to PC. And um, that's... Uh, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 is coming to PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Hmm. Yeah, okay, so I... I had to use three different release lists to get everything. And I don't even know if that's everything. I would like to point out that I just checked my messages and I had three different people send me bless you on AIM. (laughs) That's great. All right, everybody. That's our show. But before we go, I'd like to plug something we're doing that we like to do every year. Yay! And that's uh, Extra Life. And that is a charity event that we do to raise money for to help sick kids. Every, everything we raise in this goes to Children's Miracle Network. Um, this year, I'm playing for the Milwaukee Children's Hospital. I'm um, playing for I forget. I think <laughs> Did I decide to finally switch to Wisconsin this year? I think I might have. I don't know. Um, I'm doing the, yeah, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. That's the one that uh, Glenn from PS Nation plays for as well. Um, so I'm doing that one this year. And uh, they, uh, your donations go towards helping kids and all sorts of different things towards funding treatments and, and research and bringing in video games to help kids in the healing process, um, all sorts of stuff. And we're asking you to play, um, uh, to donate us while we play. 24 hours on November 7th. We're going to play video games, a marathon, and uh, try and raise money to help heal kids. So um, what we'd like to ask you to do is pledge a buck an hour. So 24 bucks. Um, that's, uh, if you'd like to donate to us, we'd really appreciate it. You can go to our team page at extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Support any of the folks on that team. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we're going to put up articles on the site soon and uh, to, well, a big button there that you'll be able to click and do it there but until we get that up if you can come start sponsoring us over on extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer we'd really appreciate it our team goal is five thousand dollars this year we'd like to hit it and we need your help to get there because we are nowhere close to it so far um yeah so please help us uh heal kids and help uh and have fun while doing it november 7th is when we'll be doing it we'll stream all day um we'll 24 hour stream right here at, at twitch.tv slash rpgamer and uh we will Skype with all sorts of people in the community, people who are just join in the chat room and want to Skype, um, people f- you can hear on the site, depending on who's around, who's available, who has a good mic, and who wants to deal with me while I play speedrunners for the third hour in a row. Um, we played a lot of speedrunners last year. I'm hoping we'll get some of that in again this year. Um, hey, maybe Noodle can get us on the news again. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, I do think that uh, we need to figure out what we're going to play so if you have suggestions for multiplayer or stream friendly gaming for for extra life i'd really appreciate it oh man i'm gonna have to build up like a huge stack of 3ds games to play mm. yeah. no 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 you need to stream oh no well we'll figure it out we we should figure it yeah and we have so much streaming hardware this year anna and capability that we should yeah, really put some thought into what we're going to play and not just stream 10 hours of King's Bounty Darkside. I know. But that um, was really fun. I, for you. <laughs> I don't think it was the most entertaining thing to watch, though. Aww. Um, we have working streaming hardware this year. Hopefully it will stay working by the time that the game goes, the event goes live. And no so we should kidding. have a lot better options this year. 
Uh, maybe Manny and I will finally finish Gears of War. Who knows? <laughs> hey, that would be a good one. Yeah, so we'll see what's going on. Um, if you've got game suggestions, go ahead and post them um, on the show thread and uh, well, let us know. we should do a big thread at some point very shortly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. Please sponsor us and thank you for your help and your support. Um, you guys make this possible every year. It's amazing how much you guys turn out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, just to, to head it off in case you have questions, we're not going to do drawings and prizes again this year. Uh, we might do random giveaways. Yeah, we're going to do some prizes. But we're not going to do like the enter to do tickets in sort of thing. It's just... I, I found that it, do, it doesn't increase the amount of donations people give because you guys are just good-hearted. You just give, and it's awesome. And if we can do that without the hassle of having to ship prizes and stuff everywhere and instead just kind of get some codes that we can give you for free for to thank you for being awesome, I'd rather do it that way. Yeah. It's a lot simpler. Um, but we, we will have something, though, because we do already have a few prizes. Like yeah, that. we'll have some some giveaways, but not like the big organized draws of a couple of years ago that we did with PS Nation and stuff. Um, if you do want to do big, crazy drawings and get like weird prizes like chairs that were featured in Uncharted 3 and stuff like that, go to PS Nation. Go donate to them. You don't have to donate to us. Just donate. Just go help. Contribute. And psnation.org will be doing... Or psnation.com actually they got a dot com since last we talked about them um go they're, they're going to be doing that and go go sponsor glenn and say i sent you and uh the they'll get you entered in all the drawings over there so um no no offense to me whichever way you go but do turn out and support us when we're streaming i would appreciate that <laughs> anyway we'll be talking about extra life like all the time from here on out till november 7th so go get signed up if you want to join the team and do some fundraising yourself or just do your own team find some friends whatever just get involved um sign up get involved ask your parents and friends to sponsor you and it's great and it's it's great fun and you'd be surprised how many people turn out and how much big of a difference just a little bit of video gaming can make so um, thank you very much for listening. And uh, so if you'd like to send us feedback for the show, podcast.rpgamer.com is the address. Um, you can also call us at 608-729-4098. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it right here on the show. And, of course, uh, the website is rpgamer.com. Forums.rpgamer.com is the section of our forums where you can post. Man, I said that so awkwardly forums.rpgamer.com here live edit point forums.rpgamer.com is where you can get to our message boards and post in the show thread every week and we can read that on the show as well uh this is such a big show today i didn't do much feedback um i do need feedback from you and here's your question of the week uh what was the most interesting thing for you out of tgs tell us what you liked most and what you're most excited for and uh and uh yeah we'll go from there all right Anything you want to plug, Anna, Alice? Nah, just Extra Life. Extra Life. Donate extra to Extra Life. life. All yeah, right. Do that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Until then, yar! Yar! Yar.
Arr. 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 Arr.